0: Huh. Welcome back, everybody, to KFN News Radio television station or whatever you want to believe yourself to be at this point. My name is Glenjamin Button, your host, and also your host here is Miguel Magusto. Hello, Glenn German. Hello, Miguel Magusto. Button, how are you? I'm all right. How are you, buddy? Uh,
1: not too bad. It's been a while it's since we've done one of these. Since we've
0: done it on camera as
1: well. On cam- it's been longer it's- since we've done it on camera. It's been well, a while since we've done it. Believe it or not, we're not... In a car this time. We're not in a car. It's really funky. We're in this... I moved into a basement, more or less. It's nice, though.
0: <laughs> I can I can vouch. It is a pretty nice basement. I've created a... Uh, An atmosphere. A,
1: sh- a shrine. <laughs> a shrine to movies down here in my home. Where I sleep on this couch, actually. Is that sad?
0: I mean, I would, to be honest with you. This, yeah. this pillow alone is the comfiest thing in the yeah. world. Next to peanut.
1: I always feel like I work too hard and don't play enough.
0: Anyway <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is our reunion video slash podcast. Anything you want to listen to this on. And we're back after so, so much time because either we've been putting Ooh. it off or we've been or I've been moving back to Pennsylvania or Boom. been sick. Or have been sick the last, like, two weeks. Literally, my throat was closed, and I couldn't speak words. It was the worst feeling in the world. Yeah.
1: So, we definitely don't have a movie to talk about this week, because we've been on hiatus. We didn't know when we'd come back.
0: hmm So, uh... What do you want to talk about? Talk about life. How you doing, buddy? you not <laughs> too bad. Um, well, we've got many things to talk yes, about. Yes.
1: Many, um, many of which are... Well past their prime as far as conversation
0: topics, yeah, expe- but especially when we were going to do this a couple months ago. Yeah, but, uh,
1: I, know, I know. I know. I'm, I'm sure a few people still care about what we have to say, and this is kind of just an introductory, get our, our feet wet again. Not really I'm wearing uh, socks. I don't really want that, but let's do it. <laughs> it's a figure of speech. So <laughs> let's jump into it. Then, let's jump shall into we? it. So, as you know, I'm sure uh-huh. a lot of the controversy around. Hollywood and film in general in the past few months have been created by Martin Scorsese stating that he doesn't consider film cinema. And that's a thing that he says. Yeah. This is the <laughs> quote. From and, him. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people know my thoughts on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, oh, I think my view my view of this will surprise some people, but I want to see what you think of that. that so I feel I like every time we've talked about it, I've talked about it, and then you've just been like, yeah. Yeah.
0: The uh, the quote that he said there that he botched a little bit that he didn't think film was cinema. Marvel films. Oh,
1: did I say film yeah. was cin- Marvel so, films were cinema. I was that's my him fault. up
0: like a that, like... Yeah,
1: that's my fault. I don't listen to myself when I speak. So,
0: yes, Scorsese has said that he doesn't believe that Marvel films are cinema. And this created a lot of back... Backlash because his most recent film, especially from
1: Marvel fans, actors in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which like, I don't get why they're getting involved with it. Like, you're just kind of (laughs) shooting yourself in the foot as far as, I'm sure Martin Scorsese doesn't care about it, but a lot of the backlash was created because his most recent film, The Irishman, is a Netflix film, Mm -hmm. which in my opinion is very sad that we live in a society where Martin Scorsese can't get a wide release.
0: For on, a, yeah, on, on one of his gangster movies. On one of his gangster movies. It uh, doesn't make sense. It doesn't
1: place. make sense. Uh, we saw The Irishman. We have our thoughts about it. We can in talk about that In theaters, too. Later. In theaters, yeah. We can talk about that later. But, yeah. So, that that's where a lot of the backlash came from, is that
0: his most recent film isn't... Was barely even cinema. It yes. Was, it was a streaming which platform.
1: Which, I have words about that later, but I want to kind of... Continue All right, your so, thoughts.
0: as far as the Marvel films aren't cinema belief, uh, belief there, um, a lot of people misconstrued that in a way. I didn't take it as a big deal because what he, what he said was uh, specifically, he said he doesn't believe that Marvel films are uh, cinema, they are roller coasters, was pretty much the quote that I believe that he said. Yeah, for, um, which, more or less. If we're being honest, he's not lying, and I'm a huge Marvel fan. Roller coasters. Absolutely, is pretty much the word for it. Yeah, who doesn't um, like roller coasters? I I believe that, uh, personally, I believe that some of them can be cinema worthy. Um, not just roller coasters. I don't think it's really meant to be offensive. I don't think Martin Scorsese is out to like go for any necks in the no. Marvel, Marvel world. I didn't take offense by it. A lot of people did. Um, I think people made it a bigger deal than it actually needed to be. Yeah. Um, a lot of people got triggered by it. Again, I I was a huge Marvel fan. I didn't give a single crap about it. I was like, okay, moving on with my life now.
1: Yeah, a lot of people were bringing up the fact that, um, you know, he said, the one thing I think he was wrong, and he insinuated, he didn't say it, but a lot of people took it the way he said, is that Marvel movies don't give off an emotional reaction, which is what he thinks cinema is. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he really meant that. I think he kind of just had poor choice of words. Mm-hmm. And like Chadwick Boseman came out and said that he's seen more re- emotional reaction to these Marvel movies than uh, you know other movies that he's made, which is fair. It's fair point. It's it's fair uh, it's, to, it's true. The it's, to the point where it's
0: huge fan bases. Yeah, uh, and to the point where their emotional reactions
1: annoying. Like if you've seen any of the. The 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 videos of End Game reactions where the no, whole audience yeah. is screaming, I would have just shot myself in the fucking head that day, if that,
0: if that happened. I, I um, can't, I can't, I can't, I can't be a part of what you said. I was pretty hyped for that. That's of fine. I, I, I get that. as as a fan, like you had those moments where you're like, I'm shitting my pants right now. I'm not even wearing diapers. i yeah, cool with yeah, this. and right it's
1: now. it's definitely and it's it's not a thing. Like I don't care that people were doing that, but if I were in that theater. I would have probably just walked out.
0: Like that's. Well, and he, a here's here's me. where. I'm gonna pull some strings. I'm well, not pulling strings, but like probably hurt somebody's feelings. And like. In today's, like film, like cinema, like slash whatever you want to call it, Star Wars for me is getting up there too with not wanting to care. And that's that's a that's controversial. A yeah, that's I was like, would. Stepping, I'm getting my feet wet now with these wet See, socks. Yeah. The thing about Star Wars,
1: we'll get you that's know we'll whole, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that later,
0: but uh, but like there's there's plenty. What I meant to get out of that is I wasn't just coming at Star Wars. Yeah. I was trying to say that there's definitely other franchises out there that are pretty much with the same thing for what Scorsese Scorsese feels about Marvel. I'm quoting. Yeah. and I think a lot of people just forget like it's his opinion. Yeah, it's who, just, who really cares? Opinion.
1: His opinion is not going to have. Marvel movies stop being made.
0: Yeah. The thing In that's. In fact, they're not even close to stopping at this honestly, point. Honestly, the fact with how much In they're fact, making, they're, they're going to be their own downfall at It's this point. now more of a roller coaster than it was six yeah. months ago when he yeah. said that. Because <laughs> their train that they're pulling on right now is going to be insane. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, it's. I, I think what we're seeing. Well, we've seen it for a few years now. The, the complete. I don't want to say lack of respect, but people no longer care. About artistic films mm-hmm. and that's not saying that the MCU isn't art, but they're definitely like cookie cutter like they're fun. don't get me wrong i I enjoy watching Marvel movies. I don't love them, but I enjoy them. yeah um, they're cookie cutter formulaic movies and and that's fine the the world needs that the, like a lot of people go to see movies for escape, but there's a, a definite lack of respect for more artistic movies and and we're seeing it because like they're not being released a 24 is like the only studio that will release those kinds of movies anymore yeah and which is why
0: i personally love a 24 pretty much a powerhouse at this point yeah but but movies
1: we're in this weird point in the film society where people don't know how to market those films anymore and i get it Mm -hmm. they're hard to market they've always been hard to market um but a plus side of that is Netflix, and Martin Scorsese took that to his advantage, um, where Netflix will release these things because it doesn't really cost them anything to have it on. I mean, it does, yeah. but it's not like you have to pay many theaters to show your movie, mm-hmm. um, which then they end up making a b- most of the money off of, but they do have to pay money for it and um, to like ship it out and everything, and it's just... Yeah, it's just a weird time for movies at the at the moment.
0: It's yeah, you're not lying. Yeah,
1: <laughs> speaking of weird time for movies, what about it? Uh, I want to go back and to talk about Star Wars with The Mandalorian. We've been watching it's the Mandalorian a TV
0: series. TV series hitting the TV series top
1: on Disney Plus. Yeah, oh, which is a streaming service. Which is how I kind of thought of a Netflix Disney Plus. I think it's ridiculous that they're all branching out, but I get it at the same time from a business standpoint. But then it's going to push people away yep. to pirate more. i was just say,
0: that's how you get pirating. Yep. Um, and we all get scurvy again. This is The great.
1: Mandalorian... <laughs> the Mandalorian <laughs> has proven to me... Which, I mean, I I want to preface this by saying I like Star Wars. I really enjoy Star Wars. I grew up on Star Wars. And watching it without the, the filter of nostalgia... They're not that great. The movies aren't that great. They're fun, mm-hmm. but they're not these mind-blowing things. I'm sure they were if you saw them in the 70s, but we yeah. don't have that luxury of it being the first special effects we see. Yeah. And I still stand by that 2001 A Space Odyssey had similar effects, but done better. Uh, yeah. and obviously not lasers and whatnot, but like spaceships flying around. Yeah, um,
0: Yeah, I didn't even get to see Star Wars until I was in my teens, like yeah. early teens and. uh I mean, I, I was a fan as soon as I got to got to seeing them, but I mean, I never jumped on the bandwagon that hard, Yeah. Uh, at least compared to a lot of people who defend the living hell out of it, mm-hmm. uh, when it's not... <laughs> anyway, Star Wars. When I personally don't believe uh, it's as good as everyone hypes it up to be in the slightest. Yeah. But it is a huge, great universe that has the biggest amounts of potential mm-hmm. and... You talk about Cookie Cutter, I believe that is one of the biggest cookie cutters, next to Marvel, obviously, franchises out there. Yeah. And it hurts because it has so much potential. It does. And Mandalorian has
1: grazed that potential in some aspects, but then continues to fall back onto the cookie cutter
0: ness yep. of it. And, you know. Now, he's gotten to episode four. I just watched episode five two days ago. Mm-hmm. And, uh,. I can't, I'm not going to spoil it for him in the slightest, but it's definitely... It, The first two, three episodes were very strong, and then now it's, like, kind of grazing back. It's like, hey... Yeah,
1: like, episodes one through three were r- really enjoyable. Um, I still didn't think they were as great as everyone else said they were, but then episode no. four just made it come to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, again, I don't want to get into too much, but it, it's, it's just... I don't know why and and Mandalorian's not the only TV show to suffer from this where they have these filler episodes where the only thing that pushes the story along is the last 5 minutes of it yep but they create an entire episode of it like I'd rather have less episodes and more tight of a story uh, haunting of hill house which we talked about is is a great right. example of that. There's a lot of good stuff in Haunting of as Hill House. As soon as he
0: said that title, my heart shrunk a little bit.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of good things in Haunting of Hill House, yeah. but it does not not enough to warrant a ten hour series. Yeah, and uh, I feel like Mandalorian suffering from the same thing, where you know the first three episodes, a, a few things here or there I could cut out, but episode four I could just take away all of episode four with the exception of the lesson he learns at the end of it, which really only came from the last five minutes
0: really the the mandalorian in my opinion has is strong enough to go on for like 45 to hour long episodes mm-hmm. and it's only doing 30 minutes of basically after the third episode filler episodes which i mean there's only two so i can't talk too much crap but there's only eight episodes in the series and it's blowing my mind with what they're not willing to do other than just make filler episodes so yeah. far and each filler episode just felt like a movie that we had seen before like you had remarked that uh, episode was it 3 3 the end of 3 the yeah. 3 felt like John Wick 3 mm
1: mm-hmm. mhm or uh, John Wick 2 more or less or just, just cause, one, one of the John Wicks yeah at the end where like all of the people like his former coworkers yeah that hit goes out on him and everyone's after him now
0: and then episode 4 felt like 7 samurai
1: it definitely did then, i didn't i didn't make that connection but it definitely I, again, did
0: again i'm not going to spoil it i but The episode five felt like another movie we had seen, and that's and that's what kills me about the Mandalorian because it has it has so much potential the Star Mm -hmm. Wars universe and Mandalorian the first two or three episodes was like okay we're gonna see something new here Mm -hmm. and now we're seeing that cookie cutter influence there and it sucks because like you were really hoping you really hoping and Pedro Pascal he's killing it absolutely absolutely killing it and it's it's nice to see a character outside of. The Skywalker's get some screen time, but uh, oh my god, mm. it's uh, it's, it's not looking great for me to be yeah. honest with you.
1: I, I think it still has a lot of potential. Um, I'm not optimistic about it, but I'm also not pessimistic. I'm kind of like right down the middle. Yeah. Where it's it's at this point, it's either gonna go one of two ways. Uh, I'm sure whatever way it goes, people are gonna lose their shit about it just because it reminds them of Boba Fett, even though mm. it's not Boba Fett. I keep having to remind people that that it's, it is not it's Boba Mando, It's Mando. It's Mando Lorian. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I'm still I'm still slightly invested in it, but
0: yeah, I mean I'm gonna watch it regardless. of Yeah, Friday, yeah, it's but, definitely uh, gotta change. <laughs> yeah, it's got to change it has got it has got to do something that's not that cookie cutter well, yeah. influence there.
1: But uh, you know we've been talking about that uh, like things that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you've seen? When do we talk last? August, since August that you want to mention.
0: <sighs> to be honest, I haven't watched very, very many movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching a lot of TV shows though. Um, I'm about halfway through The Band of Brothers, which uh, finally getting around to seeing, which makes me happy because mm-hmm. it's it's really good. David Schwimmer is surprisingly really great in it, considering he's literally known for just being Ross on Friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's great in it. And everybody else is great I wish I could remember their names. Um, uh, Disney Plus came out, and the first thing I did when I did that was watch the first episode of Mandalorian, and then cranked out two seasons of Spider-Man, the animated series from the 90s.
1: I've only watched Mandalorian and a National Geographic series called Draining the Oceans.
0: Yeah, so far it's not really worth your money, so. Yeah,
1: no. Uh, if
0: you can steal it from a friend, steal it, it from yeah, a friend. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go back on that subject, I'm sure, soon. Yeah. But, uh, we we watched a couple movies together, um... But I don't think I've actually seen anything noteworthy, myself, yeah. uh, since since we departed from Virginia.
1: I think you're not really thinking as much as we should be. There's a
0: few things I can think of. Uh, Joker, for one. It wasn't really, talk- really noteworthy. It was only the best movie of the year so far. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with that,
1: but it's it's definitely the best comic it's book. Definitely movie. the
0: best DC movie to come. Best comic book years. movie since Logan. Uh, the least DC movie to come out at all since Dark Knight, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, My God, and
1: you, you know how like a lot of new the a lot of the news surrounding it was this is just gonna incite violence, mm-hmm. blah, all that. The only thing it incited was people taking pictures at the that staircase, and I think it's in Brooklyn. Yeah, um, and meanwhile, people got into a machete fight at the premiere.
0: Or opening weekend
1: of Frozen 2.
0: Excuse me? <laughs> Each day we stray a little further from humanity. Um, Joker, which was really dope, yeah. crossed the billion dollar mark for the first Rated oh, R really? movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. just was a couple weeks yeah. ago. Walking Phoenix
1: is superb. Walking he's, he's Walkin Phoenix. So great. Uh, the music is great. Uh, I told you this already. I watched it when I was in Ireland. It was the yeah, first thing I did. we already
0: watched it twice here, basically. Yeah,
1: we, we, I watched it in Ireland. It was the first thing I did in Ireland after getting off the airplane.
0: Because uh, Caitlin
1: wanted to just relax.
0: And mm-hmm.
1: I wanted to see a movie.
0: Explore the cinema.
1: Yeah. But uh, a, a few other movies uh, that I think we should talk about. Uh, Lighthouse. Lighthouse. Still don't know what the fuck I
0: watched, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah i don't have anything i just it came out i was like i liked it but where am i
1: (laughs) yeah i need to see it again to really like flesh out my thoughts but i really enjoyed it the cinematography is great sound design was by far the best part of it yeah um and i'm not saying that like it's not good because it is good i just the sound design really made that movie Mm -hmm. for me uh and um you know obviously willem dafoe and robert pattinson were great
0: uh but yeah i i need to rewatch it before i really delve into that um yeah it's gonna take at least a, another watch or two for sure to be like yeah. dissect and then another
1: one that i know we both watched and liked parasite yeah uh south korean movie lot of hype that it deserves it's not like overhyped no it's i not think it's all. getting just the right amount of hype uh, there, I I was actually.
0: In fact, it's still I, in theaters, which is really impressive. Yeah,
1: for, for a foreign movie, yeah. I went to it's the number one grossing foreign movie of all time in in the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to see a movie in Philadelphia yesterday, and this guy. Didn't want to go see it because it had subtitles, and like I get it. Sometimes you're not in the mood to to watch a movie with subtitles, but like I persuaded him to
0: go see like, it. Here's the deal. I was just like he was like
1: yeah he was like are you gonna go see him like I already saw it. But it deserves money. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you should go see it. And I don't know if he enjoyed it. I really hope he
0: enjoyed it. But like I, I spent he a good came out of that movie. Like I had to read. I haven't done that since the third grade. No, no, he. Damn, it,
1: it, it, it's not he's against subtitles. He was just like he had watched like three, four movies the day yeah. before, and he didn't know what subtitles. I was like, okay. it's it's honestly really good. And even if you, like, I half read the subtitles just because you can get what's going you on. You understand what's going on. You don't need to read it word for word. For most foreign movies, you don't need to read word for word. Yeah. Uh, you just kind of need to get the basic gist. But Parasite has twists and turns that I was not expecting. It's honestly the first movie in a long time that I had no idea where it was going the entire time, and I was mm-hmm. there for it the and entire time.
0: literally couldn't have a better movie title for the movie's plans.
1: Absolutely. Like, the entire time I was just, like... Because of the director, you know the director. Um, he did uh, Bong Joon Ho, I think his name is. He did um, uh, Snowpiercer, mm-hmm. uh, which you know is kind of sci-fi esque. Um, and then he did like Mother. He did Okja. He's he's got a. Why well, I think he did the host. Yep. So I was kind of expecting it to kind of turn into a monster movie, but it, n-
0: I don't want to say anything because I don't want to ruin it. But Parasite's a great title. But it kind of turned into a monster movie. It kind of turned a into a monster movie. Yeah, no, yeah. that movie was far beyond what I expected. Uh, yeah. I mean, I didn't expect anything really. I didn't watch yeah. trailers or anything. I just went into it knowing it was probably going to be a really good movie. And it was well past that. It was Absolutely. so freaking good.
1: And uh, it's actually my second favorite movie of the year. Mm-hmm. My first favorite movie of the year. Oh, what's that, Mike? Jojo Rabbit.
0: Jojo Rabbit.
1: Anyone who follows me on Facebook or Instagram knows I'm all about this movie. I think it is the most perfect movie of the year. I don't have anything many, bad to
0: say about it. How many times did you watch it now? Only two. Yeah, oh. me and me and Mike saw it together and we couldn't not have been more happy with the product that we got to see. Absolutely. Because my word. When we say perfect movie, you know. I
1: don't we mean I don't often say
0: that. I don't think there's been a perfect movie since
1: 2007 Um, near perfect I know not all movies like no movie is perfect but near perfect Uh, I would say the last near perfect movie I watched was probably No Country for Old Men in 2007 Um, and I know a lot of people have their issues with that movie which that's why it's near perfect (laughs) go go kick rocks if you have problems with that movie (laughs) but Jojo Rabbit I legitimately cannot think why anyone would dislike Jojo Rabbit no all of the arguments that we've seen, I think you and I both looked at uh, um, negative critiques of it. Yeah, they're all like pointing out that it
0: it's like Wes Anderson esque. I'm like, it's only in like the first couple like thirty minutes, maybe. maybe yeah, maybe you can get that feel because I got that feel. But like, it. And also, it's not that whole movie.
1: Yeah, Taika Waititi. That's been Taika Waititi's style, as well as as Wes Anderson. Like they have similar styles. So yeah. It's not. It's not like he's trying to emulate wes anderson Mm -hmm. anyone who says that he's trying to emulate wes anderson has not seen eagle versus shark or boy or hunt for the wilder people like they've they probably only seen thor ragnarok and what we do in the shadows yeah and but like that's just his style this is the first movie of his that was actually in his style since hunt for the wilder people granted that was only like two movies ago yeah but
0: in fact we did a pod you're not a podcast we we did a video
1: video, yeah we did um but yeah, like, they, they, they're they all, like, the reasons for not liking it are comparing it to other movies. Yeah. Which, if you're doing that as a cr- critic, you're
0: dumb. Yep. Every movie takes... Because even, even when I did a review for it, uh, I compared it to another movie, which I thought was really impressive. Because we haven't really seen a movie that... Beautiful and comedic and what was the movie called? Life is beautiful.
1: Life is beautiful. Yeah.
0: We haven't seen this type of movie as good as Life is Beautiful in so long, and we got that in yeah. today's today's like a modern style. <laughs> and it was hilarious and beautiful and such like a strong like message and God damn it was funny too. Yeah, <laughs> it was it so was funny. really funny. But I can cannot breaking
1: it. Yeah. It was so good though. It was really frustrating. We talked about this on the way back from the Irishman. Mm-hmm. Um, Where we had a lot of people who were just like, oh yeah, I really want to go see that. I was like, then why aren't you seeing it? Yeah. I That's the, my biggest pet peeve is when people say, oh yeah, I really wanted to see that. Then why didn't you go see it? Like, there's this uh, one of my coworkers, she kept, she, I, I love her, she's great. Her name's Corey, but she kept saying, oh, I really, anytime I <laughs> brought it up, I really want to see that. Okay, go see it.
0: Yeah, there's then, there's there's a lot of people who sit there yeah. and go like I want to see that movie. And like, then just, I, I did that with Ford versus Ferrari, but I yeah. work the movie theater. And I get to see clips of it yeah. every now and then. Um, and I,
1: I finally like, not forced her, but I was like, buy tickets now. Yeah, it's it's at this theater I'm at this time. It. Go ahead, buy tickets now, and then Do she it. bought tickets, <laughs> and she saw it, and she, we we talked about it like for
0: thirty minutes the yeah. following day. Like, yeah, it's it's I I hate I hate that. Oh, I want to see that because like. Just, just go do it and then we'll have a conversation about it either that or yeah. just don't bring it up at all and then we won't have a conversation and then,
1: and then a lot of them the reason they don't go see it is because they don't have anyone to go with them see it by yourself treat yourself treat yourself
0: go, uh, go you, get some popcorn you shouldn't
1: be talking in a movie theater anyway so
0: yeah
1: go see it by yourself and then text someone you know who's seen it afterwards hey did you see this damn movie yeah.
0: no I want to see it Buy some tickets now. Buy some tickets now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a chain reaction that yeah.
1: we're trying to help and you with. I <laughs> will tell people, like, if people say I want to see that and I legitimately don't think it's worth the price of a ticket, I yeah. will tell
0: them. I do but, that, too. I'm like, eh. It's just
1: yeah, like, wait, wait for But, like, and she, she, was, she was very happy that she saw it in theaters because, yeah. like, it makes it's that much more immersive. Because mm-hmm. if you're at home, you're more inclined to, like, take out your phone yeah. and text and kind of miss parts of that. Even I do that. And I have this... Ridiculous setup that cost me way much more money than I have. <laughs> and uh, look good though. It, it does. It, does. it looks real good. It's real good. <laughs> You'll see when I send you the footage. I took video of it before we <laughs> record.
0: But but um, yes, uh, just go see the movies yeah. that uh, you want to see. Even if we tell you don't, if you want to see it, just see it. Yeah. And then like when you say, "Hey, did you see this movie?" It was like that movie was shit. And then you're like. I know! <laughs> and then we can have a conversation. Absolutely. Life's beautiful that way. Huh? See what I did there? Jojo Rabbit. Go yeah. see it. <laughs> uh, last movie I kind of want to talk about,
1: we kind of already brushed on, mm-hmm. but you, you can cut this in before the, the rest of the movies if you want. Uh, Irishman.
0: You want to talk about the Irishman? Let's
1: talk about oh, the Irishman. Man. I, I okay. know we talked about it a little bit after we saw it.
0: Yeah, we talked um, about the controversies of it a little bit. Yeah, um,
1: I know you said that you felt it was too long, and I get that. Uh, but I kind of wanted to expand on that a bit, see, get get more of your thoughts.
0: Um, yes, uh, that's not really a huge critique. Like it was long. Uh, I thought overall it was a good movie. Um, you got the story of uh, Robert De Niro, whose character I cannot remember off the top of my head, and his best friend Jimmy Hoffa, uh,
1: Frank which something. Is,
0: Solidly, Al Pacino's best performance, and I can't even tell you how long. Probably since, heat. in my personal opinion, a lot of a lot of his roles kill me because he does the same. He's just Al Pacino. Hua! Yeah. All right. Here's the deal. I'm gonna kill ya. <laughs> yeah, I I, I kind of blame
1: his agents and/or the directors for that. Where yeah. they're like, I could see Al Pacino
0: like trying to do something different. They're just like, no, just be yourself. Because even in like the movie Heat, which is I believe the last movie they were in together i have no idea
1: uh they did righteous kill which was
0: it has its merits but overall it's a downer uh-huh. but like in in heat he had like a solid scene with robert de niro and like those two were just like two like walls facing it's each electric. other it's electric that's the then only the like whole it's... movie after that or before and after that scene are just oh, she got a fat ass and just just going out pacino just the whole time and like this movie the irishman was so nice because you really didn't have all that he didn't escalate himself to all that yeah and as far as like the story goes i really enjoyed it i just the only thing that really killed me f- was just the three hours i really didn't think personally that it needed to be that long maybe like 15 minutes knock it off or maybe half an hour, knock it off. Yeah. But, I mean, it was good. Uh, I wouldn't cry if I didn't see it in theaters. Uh, like, it wasn't, like, a silence or anything, like, obviously. I don't know when he's going to make another movie like Silence, get away from his gangster. Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I um... But he's really into long movies now, and, like, I can't He's always him. He's always been into long movies. Yeah, I, I, I can't knock him for yeah. it.
1: Uh, he, he just, the only difference between now and back in the day is that he has the pull in Hollywood to just be like, this is the movie. You're yeah. not cutting anything from it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I can agree with that. I didn't dislike the length as much as you did. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if dislike's the right word, but, like, yeah. I tolerated it more than you did. Um. But I can definitely see why some people would complain about the the length. Um, Bring back the Marvel thing. I thought Endgame was similar. Similarly, could have cut thirty minutes out of it yeah. and, and been fine. Um, at some point, it just becomes length for length's sake, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's never a good thing. Yeah. Like I don't think the length was a bad thing, but it was not a good thing. Um, there are some movies that do warrant that time. Irishman was not necessarily one of it, but I didn't hate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I loved, unlike the rest of his movies, uh, his mob movies, it didn't glorify the mafia. It really was just like, this is kind of a shitty way to live. Yeah. And they they did so by any time they introduced a character, brought up a little infra, infographic of how they died. Yeah. And I thought that was really you
0: immediately introduced them, and you're like, yeah. "All right, they're not gonna progress too far." Yeah, this story I thought that was dead. really,
1: really powerful. It was just it it showed kind of how he's looking at life. He being Scorsese now, yeah. where he's at this point, where he's really considering, like, I mean, I'm just speculating here, but like, is is everything that he's done worth it? He's obviously. Scorsese is obviously not as bad as, like, Hitman or whatever. But I know he had, like, a drug problem back in the 80s. Granted, everyone had a drug problem in the 80s. Everybody. Um, So you could kind of see, like, a bit of a reflection in that. Um, It just kind of felt more mature. Even, obviously, more mature than uh, Wolf of Wall Street. I feel like a lot of people are missing his kind of movies that are like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. But I really like his more... um, remorseful outlook. Like, Silence mm-hmm. was a great example of that. Yeah. I think Silence is, gets a lot of bad rap because it's not Because it's
0: not his cookie cutter formula.
1: It's not his cookie cutter formula, but I thought it was a great movie. It's an excellent movie. Uh, Irishman, I think, is not as good as Silence, but I still think it's really good. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm, gl- I'm glad I got to see it in the theater, but I also understand why people yeah. wouldn't feel the need to.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, for me, it wouldn't have killed me, but I'm glad we did get to go see it, especially since it was a basically a limited release. Um yeah. And that it pretty much only came out on Netflix after that. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm glad we got to see it. We're one of a good handfuls of people. And honestly, like,
1: it sold... The, thing, the reason it wasn't a wide release was 100% Regal and AMC being stubborn as fuck. Sounds about right. Um... The whole, if you don't know the story about why it didn't get a wide release, it, Netflix bought the distribution rights for it. Uh, and there's this whole thing in Hollywood wh- that there's a small group, a small but powerful group of people who are trying to make sure Netflix never becomes the norm. And I understand that. I understand wanting people to see it in theaters, or wanting things to be distributed in theaters, because that is the best way to see things. And uh, be, uh, a good example of that is that um, Green Book won Best Picture last year mm-hmm. when everyone thought it should have been Roma, but Roma was a Netflix release, so there's like a a, a small campaign that obviously won to get Green Book to win because there's your typical <sighs> Hollywood feel-good story, like, oh look, we're not racist kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't dislike Green Book, but it's definitely not Best Picture quality. I'm glad glad that won than some of the other films that were nominated. But Roma, while not my favorite movie, should have won over Green Book. Yeah. Um, And the reason it didn't is because it was a Netflix movie. It got a two week release and then was immediately released on Netflix. Two week theater release, then released on Netflix.
0: Can you imagine if uh, Beast of No Nation had won?
1: Yeah. Sweet Lord. Beast of No Nation should have won. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Then with. with Irishman, Scorsese being Scorsese wanted a and Netflix too. They wanted a theatrical release. They wanted a wide theatrical release. Regal and AMC wouldn't do it unless they didn't release it until seventy-five days. Release it on Netflix until seventy-five days after it was, came out in theaters. Netflix's normal thing is two weeks. Yeah, they they went to forty-five days. And said, we're not doing any longer than forty five days. That's a month and a half. Yep. And Regal and AMC said no. They said no over thirty days. They said no over a month. And you saw you saw how many people were in our theater. They would have sold tickets. Every theater it was was almost packed. Every theater has a small screen with forty five seats. That the small movie's going. Put it in that. like yeah. the Regal and AMC is just being stubborn at that point. And Netflix is being a little stubborn, too.
0: But it's their but formula. They, sh- like, they showed some, uh, a nice, good shoulder yeah, by waiting.
1: They went from as 14 as days did. to 45 days. And Regal and AMC would not budge yeah. at 75. That's ludicrous. That's mm. ridiculous. And, and <clears throat> I hate the fact that it's come to that. Like, there are so many people running Regal, AMC... Uh, and also like running the Oscars and stuff, who refuse to move on with the times. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, I don't think movie theaters will ever go away, but they're never going to be as big as they were 10, 15 years ago. A- absolutely. Uh, instead of building... They even notice this by instead of building 16 as the standard size, they only build 9 screen. Mm-hmm. I know I'm ranting about this right now. Oh, do you think? But uh, the, so they even recognize that it's not... As popular to go to the movies as it once used to be. And that's because of technology. If that's the case, why not work with Netflix? Because people will mm-hmm. go see movies in theaters. Our theater was probably, what, like 75% full? At,
0: at least. And it was a pretty big theater, too. Yeah, it so. was...
1: It was uh, That theater, I know for a fact, holds uh, 250 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like 75% full. That's And that was on a Wednesday night. Yep. Could you imagine what it was like on the weekend? Like It was probably packed on the weekend. I can imagine. And... They're just, they're just being stubborn by not doing it. And the only reason more people didn't go see it is because it wasn't readily available. Yeah. It wasn't everywhere. It wasn't a wide release. And it, pe- more people would have gone seeing it regardless of whether or not it was on Netflix 45 days after the fact because there is still a group of people that recognize that that is the best way to watch a movie. I've made this room as close to a movie theater as I can living in my basement yeah and uh yeah and we still go
0: see them in the theater and we we still
1: go see them in the theater this was just you know the older movies I can enjoy with surround sound but I I I just hate that that Regal and AMC are refusing but yet they get like uh, there's a movie that came out a while ago that was supposed to be like an interactive kids movie that they did so much marketing for Regal and AMC. I think it was called, like, Ugg- Ugg- Uggle Boys or something? No, it was
0: like... Uggle Boys.
1: Uggle Boogles, something like that? It was like a Teletubby ripoff.
0: I have not heard of this. And
1: and it was a wide release. And it legitimately, and for an entire week, only sold seven tickets. Seven tickets. One ticket a day. <laughs> I mean, that obviously... That's was, bad. Yeah, it was real bad. So, obviously, Regal and AMC don't know what the fuck they're doing and should really, uh... Change their ways. Change their
0: ways. Yeah, here a little bit. Yeah, change their ways. But get, get a grip. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. What else we got to talk about? Uh, I'm pretty sure we can move on to like a James Dean. Oh yeah, being in a movie here.
1: That I kind of I gotta, How I long gotta after figure his out.
0: His
1: death? <laughs> a long time. I gotta figure out what uh what the movie's called. I forget what the movie's called. Uh, but yeah, using technology, there's a movie coming out that is going to put James Dean in it not his voice though just his face yeah, just, which is uh, just his CGI face. which is honestly the dumbest thing it's called finding Jack right now he's the only person cast
0: bless you excuse me
1: <laughs> it's like a Vietnam movie and yeah they got a uh, they got the okay from his family which is all good and whatnot but he didn't he was never married he never had kids no so it's obviously just like extended family and just like yeah yeah, we can make money oh, off what's of this. That? You got money? Yeah. Yeah. And and they're just like, oh well, this is a movie James Dean would really want to be in. How do you, how 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 do you know that? Yeah. How could you possibly know that? And they they did similar things, obviously, in the Star Wars universe with um, the one skinny face guy in Rogue One. I forget his name. Carrie Fisher in Rogue One as well. Yeah. Uh, granted, she was still alive when that came out. Um, and then. Um, Audrey Hepburn was in a chocolate commercial using the same technology and like it's just it's so shady to me it's it's so it's
0: it's it's really it's really dumb um, yeah like I can see cameos if that but like this is a whole movie with him in it yeah uh, him in it um and like it's literally like another actor is playing him they're just putting James Dean's face on the guy yeah well I guess body too whatever I don't know how that would work yeah I'm not exactly sure how it works, like it would be it would be one thing if uh, he was like just recently died and like they needed to like continue this trilogy or whatever it was going to be yeah like like and like like Carrie Fisher they didn't
1: even Star do it for Wars. Carrie Fisher for last or Rise of the, of Skywalker mm-hmm.
0: they uh they just
1: used footage that they shot from Force Awakens yeah that they then use in Force Awakens and rewrote the script so they didn't. Even, they didn't even do it for someone who had just died and would have signed off on it anyway. Yeah.
0: So. Like, the whole thing to me is just really stupid. Like it would yeah. be one thing if he just recently died and like he had was going to literally make this movie, but like how long ago did he die? Uh, a very, long time. Very long time ago. And, yeah. Yes, he's like he was an extent out uh, in a, For hell, was an outstanding actor yeah. for his time, but uh, using him so many years later and just like a random Vietnam movie called finding Jack is literally beyond me yeah um, cool. I literally think they could have used anybody else at this point Hell, yeah. people who were still alive and really old and then CGI their face like Marvel would do just that that deaging thing like that would that would be okay well,
1: they did that for Irishman yep
0: yeah. it's um it's, it's, I think the whole thing's stupid yeah um,
1: it's it's immoral I don't like the direction it's going
0: and like it just it just leads to what's going to yeah. happen in the future, um,
1: and and the, their whole reasoning behind it is they couldn't think of another actor to play the character other than James Dean. It's like, Did you not do auditions? No. There are <laughs> literally millions of star- starving artists in L.A. They didn't want to. <laughs> yeah. They, they I guarantee you they probably didn't do an audition <laughs> process like No, nah, I
0: think the whole thing's stupid. Um, yeah. Like, there's, there's a lot of actors that are very pissed, as they should be, very pissed about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh... And I know Zelda Williams, Robin Williams' his daughter is very, one of the people upset about it because, like, I'm sure she has people all the time asking, like, her if they could use Robin in their movies, and yeah. she's just like, fuck no, what's Aladdin?
1: I think they tried that for Aladdin, yeah. and she said no. Yeah. Um,
0: I think she said, like, after a certain amount of years, then you might be able to ask me, but she's like, my dad just died, yo. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, it was, like, five years ago, but that's still close. Yeah. When you lose a parent... And she's relatively, especially to suicide, and she's mm-hmm. relatively young. Like, it's going to take a while to get over that. Yeah,
0: and like it's, 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 uh, I don't, I don't like where it's going from, uh, like, this is going to be, like, a huge first sign for what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. And, like, they'll just be able to use anybody at this point. Just be like, oh, this is James Dean. Oh, this is Humphrey Bogart in this movie here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's yeah. that? We got, uh, Paul Newman here chilling how you doing paul newman Yeah, really. all chilling in the same movie (sighs) together it's it's uh it's gonna be a very weird future we have here especially with most of the topics that we talked about combining Mm -hmm. with what we just talked about there the the times are changing times are changing welcome to disney plus
1: (laughs) speaking of changes our format moving forward is changing a little bit yes it is do you want to discuss that a bit uh that's so, not... yeah, we, we, we kind of, in, in our little hiatus, we discussed the format of the podcast, how we could make it better, and, uh, yeah, it, it's not going to change a lot. We're still going to do the shelf thing, shelf thing, shelf boy, mm-hmm. make, the, make the movie shelf boys and, and all that, but instead of two movies an episode, we're only going to do one,
0: alternating who picks it. And then uh, we're just going to make the episodes shorter for all of us, uh, I'm sure... There's people out there who really don't want to listen to an hour and a half of us either ranting and raving,
1: which is what about it turns into cinemas to. or <laughs> yeah. MCing, and, yeah. And I, I think it's gonna keep us more concise and everything, yeah. and also give us a chance because the reason we never really talk about news movie news on the podcast is because I I know we have two movies to talk about yeah. So we always kind of just for forgo for for, go, for gone.
0: We we move past that so we could get onto the movies. Yeah, we're we're gonna chop we're gonna chop one of our movies so like it'll vary or yeah alternate alternate between uh, Mike picking one each week and then me picking one each week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then that way we have time in
1: the beginning for a new segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Talk about the movies we saw in a little bit more length. Yep. Uh, another change is that movies less than a year old will not be eligible for the. Uh, the shelf, yeah, the uh, shelf boys. Now that's not to say we won't pick those. The episodes that we do new releases just won't have that judgment at the end. And yeah. then you know a year later we like can we judge. Can, we can
0: we maybe be like potential slap boy or yeah potential shelf boys. boy yeah. Slap uh,
1: and then and then like a year after that podcast comes out or that movie comes yeah. out we can discuss we it can again. Dis-
0: discuss it. Um, um, so movies like such as a uh, Jojo Rabbit, which obviously has a potential to be a shelf boy, but uh. As we all know... I think uh, it should just be a shelf boy. It's going to be a shelf boy. It's going to be a shelf boy. We're breaking our rules immediately.
1: We're breaking the rule that we just told you about now. (laughs) Jojo Rabbit is a shelf boy. From here on out, though... And here
0: on out is when we're starting Slap Boys. (laughs) Unless
1: another near-perfect movie like Jojo Rabbit comes out. Yeah. But for the most part, I feel like the way we feel about a movie a year later changes a
0: lot. Mm -hmm. Um. So, So... Yeah, so the way we're going to be doing it is one movie a week, uh, discuss movie news... Uh, shelf boys uh, that we may or may not have uh, in our discussions there, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, maybe some uh, plugs that uh, you guys may be interested in, yeah. such as like some some YouTube videos mm-hmm. or some articles or anything Speaking
1: like. Speaking of YouTube, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> YouTube. Uh, I think we're gonna try to bring back
0: videos as well. Absolutely.
1: Uh, not nearly as consistently as we did. When we first started yeah, KF we're, not, we're
0: not doing one a week. No. Um, uh, I, I think it would be best if we did a video for like each time we go randomly see a movie together at the theaters or yeah. just something something yeah. along those lines. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. Well, just the,
1: random videos. I think we're going to make a video for, you know, what we think should get awards mm-hmm. in any given year. Uh, we should really make like a a best of the decade movie video too.
0: Yeah. It's going to be tough, but I'm sure we can do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got a lot, got a lot on our place that we're still trying to figure out here, but we're, uh, we're coming back strong. Yep. We're focusing mainly on the podcast. Videos are going to be like little bonuses. Yep. Now that I'm not sick, I can actually jump on board and do this thing. Yeah. And and back in Pennsylvania, and I got my job. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to get life together and crank mm-hmm. these bad boys out. Because mm-hmm. I know you love me, and I love you, and Barney. If you're out there too, I'm looking at you. <laughs> That was
1: oddly poetic. Yeah. <laughs> so, do we talk about plugs next, or the uh, next yeah, pretty
0: much. Uh, this uh, at the end of uh, each one of our videos or and or podcasts, we're basically going to be uh, doing plugs, uh, things that we think you guys might be interested in there or out out there in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, such as YouTube videos or articles or whatever. Um, I, I'll go first since this I guess this was my idea. Um, I believe on uh, YouTube there's a channel called Variety. And they have this series called Actors on Actors. They have just random, random people, such as like, uh, for my example here, it's gonna be Brad Pitt with Adam Sandler, and uh, couldn't have such a such a nice duo of guys, just so happy for each other's careers and. Just complimenting each other, and Adam Sandler's just like, "What are you talking about? My work, you Brad Pitt? What are you? You're Brad Pitt? What the hell
1: are you talking about?" Speaking and of Adam Sandler, he has uh, "Uncut Gems" coming out it's soon. It's coming, so we're, we're uh, ready for that. Directed by the Safty brothers, who did "A Good Time," which we did on the podcast.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, yeah, he looks incredible on it. He's getting yeah. a lot of buzz around it. And it's really funny because he says if he doesn't win an Oscar, he's going to make a movie so bad on purpose. And then some people
1: took that seriously. <laughs> I, I, dude, I would love to see that. Yeah, I would too, but I he was obviously joking. Yeah. He's, he's going of yeah, to
0: make money off of it. Yeah, he's
1: going to make money off of it.
0: If he does or doesn't.
1: Do so it. that's what Variety with <laughs> yeah. Brad Pitt. So
0: Variety's uh, YouTube video, Actors on Actors <laughs> with Brad Pitt and Adam Sandler. Two mm-hmm. very lovable guys who just love each other's careers. And obviously they they plug their own work in there. They that's what okay. they're show. The I mean show
1: that's that's, for. that's the point
0: of it. Uh, Brad Pitt was kind of like on on that show they kind of like Adam Sandler was like kind of plugging Brad Pitt's work and Brad Pitt was plugging Adam Sandler's work. And it was it was a really cool episode. They were both like, "Oh, your performance in this was so good." And like, yeah. "Oh my god." And just, like two very lovable guys. Mm-hmm. Uh no Matter how you feel about their careers or whatever, I think anybody should watch yeah. it. Personally. I
1: like Adam Sandler, but I don't care for a lot of his movies, but yeah. I love a lot of his movies as yeah. well. Um, Adam Sandler is actually also in my my plug uh, for the week. Uh, Hollywood Reporter does these things called actor roundtables. Mm-hmm. They get uh, five actors or actresses. I have seen um, one of those actually. You know, and and just kind of talk about the career. They're usually about an hour long. The one that I'm plugging right now. Has not released the full episode yet, but you can view clips of it mm-hmm. on their YouTube channel for the Hollywood Reporter. Uh, it's got Robert De Niro, Tom Hanks, Adam Driver, Jamie Foxx, oh, wow. Shia LaBeouf, and Adam Sandler. Uh, I think oh, how I can think we Jamie, forget about that. I think Jamie Foxx is in that. I watched the, the uh, clip for Adam Sandler and Shia LaBeouf. I'm, I plan on watching the rest, but it's really compelling. Just kind of getting there views of life and and their work and everything yeah uh it's great honestly seeing granted it could be feigned respect but i like the fact that they all do respect adam sandler even mm-hmm. if it's fake respect no one's being a dick to adam sandler <laughs> <laughs> it's really hard they, to be a dick to adam sandler. yeah i feel like adam sandler knows his gig and that's why he keeps making those movies absolutely um but he he is a legitimately great actor when when it calls for it um but yeah you should definitely check check out that. Uh, I do have another plug, but it corresponds with my movie pick for next week. Okay. So I'm going to get into my movie pick for next week. Glenjamin Button. Me the ghost Would you reach into the Ex Machina book and pull out the Blu-ray that is in there?
0: Oh, wow. I didn't even know it was in there. Yeah, wow. I hit
1: wow. it. <sighs> Prospect. With our boy, Pedro... Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Uh, Sophie Thatcher and Jay Duplass. Okay. Uh, I watched this twice in the past week. Because <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't kidding. I fucking love this movie. Um, but I also want to get Glenn's things Honest on it. Honest opinion of it. Honest no. opinions we of it. We were listening
0: to the soundtrack on this to go see a movie. Oh yeah, it's, the it's the a great soundtrack. Um,
1: thing. It is directed by... Okay, oh I gotta pull up the IMDb. This font is too dark. So it is directed by... Christopher Caldwell, Caldwell and Zeke Earl, it was written by them as well, starring Sophie Thatcher, Jay Duplass, Pedro Pascal, uh, and it is about a teenage girl and her father travel to a remote alien moon aiming to strike it rich. Aiming to strike it rich. They've secured a contract <laughs> to harvest a large deposit of elusive gems hidden in the depths of the moon's toxic forest, but there are others roving the wilderness and the job quickly devolves into a fight to, to survive. Uh, it goes on a bit more there, but it's unnecessary. That's the gist. Yeah. And that's the gist of it. Uh, it is available on Hulu. Um, I'll talk about how I feel more about it later, mm-hmm. but I think everyone kind of already knows. Uh, it's just a great independent film. Um, I think it was only made for like $10 million or something, which is not that much for yeah. a sci-fi movie. And uh, with that being said, my other plug... Is there the behind the scenes feature that is on this Blu ray or on YouTube? So after you watch it on Hulu, you can go type in Prospect BTS and you'll be able to see how they made it. Because how they made it is honestly like 40% of why I love it so much. Yeah. The movie itself is good, but I like movies that do a lot with little,
0: and this is one of those movies. Um, and I'll save everything else I have to say for next week. Yeah, I was uh, I was really looking forward to actually seeing this because I watched an interview with uh, Pedro. Pedro. And uh, he said, like, working in those suits that they had on in the movie was just, like, excruciating. But it ended up working out very well for the actual movie, which mm-hmm. I'm sure is in the BTS. I don't want to go too far into that. But uh, yeah. So, like, when he said that, I was like, well, now i got to see the movie. Jesus. Yeah. And here we are. And now I legitimately got to see the (laughs) He's got to see
1: it for our podcast. So here we are. Yeah. Yeah. I think that does it. Well, that will do it for our
0: renaissance, I guess. Renaissance.
1: Kafarnaissance.
0: Uh, (laughs) Maconnaissance.
1: Uh, So you can follow us on Instagram, Keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter. We have a Twitter. We don't use it much, but you can look for us on Twitter, YouTube, uh we have a website now www.keystonefilmreview.com uh i've been posting we some back, baby i've been posting some written reviews on there i don't know if you've posted i any haven't posted reviews.
0: anything yet um, um
1: yeah check it out way. we got we got our podcast up there i was still trying to put a few episodes on got some videos on there everything that we do from here on out is going to be put onto that website Yep. uh so you definitely check that out and uh on letterboxd i am mike kfr and i am glenn kfr and that will do it Until our next real episode, where we talk about Prospect,
0: goodbye. So long, everybody. Why did I do that to my voice? (laughs) So long, everybody.